From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 80 for February 24th, 2014. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. For today's show, Matt, you had a chance to sit down with Michael Caponio with the San Joaquin Bike Coalition. Yeah, I had a great conversation with Michael, who was recently elected the chairperson for the Bike Coalition. Also, since recording this interview... I um, had the opportunity to join the board of the Bike Coalition, and I'm looking forward to um, all of the things that we're going to do in 2014. Here's the interview. I am joined today by Michael Caponio, the chairperson for the San Joaquin Bicycle Coalition. Michael, thanks for coming on the podcast, Stockton. Thanks for having me, Matt. Michael, tell me, what is the San Joaquin Bicycle Coalition? The San Joaquin Bicycle Coalition is a bicycle advocacy group that works both to educate the public as well as improve the infrastructure of for cycling in the San Joaquin region. So it, in a nutshell, you're trying to improve life for cyclists um, through policy and through education if i can yeah and a lot of it is you know people don't want to cycle because the conditions are bad or they don't feel safe and so we're working to make the improvements to make it safe for them to actually have lanes but also to give them the skills necessary to ride on the road safely because there are a lot of people that don't understand they they have this mindset that you know doing things the way that they feel safe is safe even though if it's wrong examples people riding on the sidewalk you know thinking that that's a much safer way to go but now you're doing things that are not predictable by vehicles and you're actually putting yourself into harm's way wow that just scratches the surface so um how long has the as the bicycle coalition uh been serving Stock in Selwyn County. The Bicycle Coalition was formed by kind of a group of friends that just got together uh, about three years ago. Um, and so we've been kind of building that momentum and we continue to build it today. But so right around three years. We've, we've talked with some other guests on the show about the um, both the walkability, but also the ability to cycle Stockton um, you know, as a city and obviously the surrounding areas with San Joaquin County. From your perspective or from the organization's perspective, how um, how bicycle friendly is San Joaquin County? It's pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of movement in the right directions, you know, with both measures that are going on the state and federal level. Cities are understanding that's important, uh, not only for, um, I guess, the lifestyle of the public, but also to reduce greenhouse uh, emissions. And they're, in my opinion, you know, at two out of 10 right now. So there's definitely yeah. a lot of, a lot of headway to be made. There has been some, so, I mean, there definitely is something there, but you know, we're nowhere close to something like Portland uh, oh. and even, you know, and even Davis. Portland or Davis, you know, if you talk to people there, there's still a lot that can be done. Um, and there's a lot of theories on it, but you know, it's, it's a long road ahead, but uh, we're definitely gaining momentum and, and the, a lot of public support and a lot of city support as well. From the 
from the residents perspective, why should we care about, why should we care about cycling? Yeah, I think we've kind of become this hermit society for one. <laughs> and so, I mean, people literally, they go from their air conditioned house into their air conditioned car, into their air conditioned office, and then back again. Uh, and it really is kind of a unstimulating environment. And so by getting on your bike, for one, you actually see your the, the city and the environment around you in a completely different perspective. Uh, two is you're getting exercise uh, and then really just kind of experiencing things on a whole nother level. And so it's not only good for you, it's better for the environment as well. And, and why should the city care about, about cycling? There's, a, there's probably a more more than I could list on this show, <laughs> but just to say a few, uh, you know, public health, number one, uh, the actual cost uh, to implement cycling and the overhead for the city is a lot less than vehicles. You know, if you look at all the, the square footage in parking lots, uh, mm. I mean, think about 50 cars that you have to put parking in a lot for uh, compared to 50 bicycles that could fit on, you know, a couple racks. Um, and the list kind of goes on from there, but, uh, I think that people are starting to realize the benefits of cycling, both the cost and the health, as well as just kind of the mental state of mind. Uh, and so both for public and city, it, it is a growing momentum. So what kinds of things are you working on currently, um, with the city to, to make Stockton more cycle friendly? I think, you know, the biggest one is awareness. Um, a lot of the policies, people want to see change overnight, but that's not mm. a reality. Right. Um, you know, I actually have zero background in planning, um, both, you know, for city or government. Uh -huh. And so it was a big learning curve for me, but I understood that, you know, to actually achieve what we wanted to achieve, I needed to learn what the, uh, how the policies rolled out, uh, as well as how do, you know, new bike lanes get implemented. And so it's, continuing to grow my knowledge there, but it's not something that can change overnight. We are going to the planning commission, looking at the master bike plans, looking at the master city plans, also looking at the regional plans. And so that we know that as the city and as the region builds, that there is policy and there's bike lanes in place that when they do the construction, that it is going to be installed. You can't just say, you know, this is where we want a bike lane, let's make it happen. Um, there is kind of a ebb and flow to mm -hmm. how they make improvements in the city. And so the more we can interweave that into the future construction, uh, the better the future of this region will be. Great. The SJBC has also, um, as of late, sponsored some recreational bike rides. Um, what can you tell us about those? Um, so we've had a couple different rides and so our objective, and actually I think that even ties into the last question a little bit, you know, one was for bike to work, uh, week, mm. there wasn't really, uh, any, I guess, activities going on in the region, um, prior to me moving out here. And now we're actually having city officials, um, join us on the rides. Mm. We're having the public, uh, join the rides last time. We actually had the entire Stockton PD bike patrol on the oh, bike wow. to work week. So I got escorted by, I think it was 25 <laughs> bicycle patrol cops on wow. the ride. And so by getting those people also on the roads and seeing that, you know, what are the current conditions? What, what do we need to do to improve these? And then how feasible is it for people to cycle in Stockton is huge. And then giving them a group to ride with gives them kind of that safety in numbers. So people that normally would not feel safe can actually 
explore this option, maybe build some confidence to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. And then we've taken that same approach with our rides because there's a lot of, I know you're an avid cyclist, you do a lot of the century rides and things like that, but there's a big gap between, you know, your very performance oriented cyclist that's going to go do these, you know, 50, 100 milers and your everyday cyclist that yeah. might just want to ride around the block with their kids. And so we do uh, the best ride ever ride every uh, year at the Cycle, Gladi- uh, Cycle Gladiators Winery in Lodi. And so that's one of our events that makes a little bit of money to cover our costs for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also gives people an opportunity to do something that they normally wouldn't be able to do uh, or be timid to do. And so we have a 50K and a 100K. And 50K might sound a lot uh, like a lot of miles, um, but it's realistically <laughs> yeah. only, I think it's yeah, 30, miles. 30 miles. Yeah. And it's very little elevation gain. Mm-hmm. And we really do a good job of marking. And, and I pick out the path to try to stay off of the main roads as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for somebody that wants to be a little adventurous, do a little more than just ride around the blocks with the kids, but isn't ready to go, you know, join Stockton's bike club on a <laughs> <Full> on century, <laughs> full on century. So we've had a lot of people on beach cruisers, tandems, yeah. first time ever doing a paid ride before. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that, that really inspires me is getting people to try new things uh, and do things that they never thought were possible. Wow. And then what's your, what's your history as a cyclist? You know, I actually knew zero about bikes until I started working for REI in uh, the Concord store. Hmm. And I came on as a camping specialist, ran the rental department, started working in action sports in the summer or in the winter time for snow snowboarding. But uh, I knew that summer was coming around and there's this whole world of bikes that I did Mm -hmm. not know about. And so one of the guys that had been there a really long time, uh, I reached out to him because I knew he was an avid cyclist, avid mountain biker. And I said, I want to learn about bikes. And uh, he took me under his wing. He actually, I built my first bike with him. And that's how I was exposed to cycling was building up my first bicycle uh, Mm -hmm. from the frame up and learning about all the parts and components. Uh, And I was hooked from that point on. And so so when I lived in the East Bay, it was a lot of mountain bike riding. I did some commuting and then moving out here, I saw a need uh, to kind of improve the cycling culture. And I also wanted to get more into road cycling since the mountains are a little further away. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right. You also have a Wednesday evening ride. Um, what can you tell us about that? So Wednesday night ride is probably one of the first things that we implemented as a group because we wanted to bring the community together for one, not only to share the cycling experience, get more people on bikes, teach them some safety habits of riding in groups, but also to hear you know what they thought uh, of the cycling community in Stockton, what needed to be improved. And so and that continues today and that's been going on for almost three years now. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, and it's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. behind the Impresso. Wintertime dies down quite a bit because of the cold everybody mm-hmm. doesn't want to go out it gets dark early but in the summertime we'll have upwards of 30 people out on the ride and so it's a really fun way to get together with other people to enjoy the activities that you like to enjoy and we've uh we've actually kind of that was like the stepping stone for us so mm-hmm. it's as you you know look for community development and how do you engage the community to inspire them to cycle uh, then you start talking to them what did they want to see and things like that and we've kind of worked up and then last year was the first year that we teamed up with the Stockton Food Bank uh, and actually did the 
uh, bike uh, and run. Or well, last year was just the bike to in hunger, and oh, right. prior to that was bike and run. Mm-hmm. And so we we really took a cycling focus. We wanted to make it more of a kind of all access cycling event where you got to go do a ride. It was family oriented. Also had some longer rides for your more active cyclist. We had bands playing, you know, um, barbecue happening. Yeah. So it was a pretty fun event. I know that ride very well. Cause I have sagged for, uh, I've driven the support vehicle the last couple of years. And, uh, it's a great, great opportunities. You said for people to bring the kids out, even the little kids, cause there's some very, um, very short, um, very well protected rides on the um, on the bike path on the levee, and then there's some longer ones if people want to go longer, and if they want to uh, mix them all up and add them all up and do all of them. But uh, it's yeah, a this, great great event. We even had uh, Tim uh, Vile doing a, a little history lesson on UOP yeah. uh, buildings this year for some of the the younger kids as well, which was pretty fun because I guess there is a lot of movies that have been shot there, a lot of history behind the buildings, and he was able to do a little tour guide around campus. So it was fun, and we appreciate having Matt out there doing SAG for the the event. And that's the one thing people don't understand about the events is the amount of volunteer hours that go into them, you know, not only on the planning side, but people actually at the event day. So it, if you don't want to ride and you want to come out and support, that's a great way to do it as well. Yeah. So what started off as a, a group of people that had an interest in cycling, uh, banded together loosely, started doing Wednesday evening rides. And now you find yourself trying to advocate for better policy, better education, and more awareness of, of cyclists. Um, as a cyclist myself, you know, I have the perception there's there can sometimes still be an us versus them as it relates to motorists. I, I am a motorist as well, um, but when I'm out on my bike, sometimes it feels like there's you know, cars against us or us versus them. Do you do you see that getting any better in Stockton, or do you see it as a as a problem at all? You know, I've read a lot of different blogs on a lot of viewpoints and in in the cycling community, you know, that's one thing that I've always kind of had a challenge with is there's so many different types of cyclists and so many people that want different things from the cycling experience is how to manage those different, you know, views, but be a true voice for the community. And, you know, and one thing is the cars versus the bikes and in there was one campaign that we just posted on our page that was about changing, you know, cyclist name to people on bikes. So you put a little humanity behind it and, yeah. you know, let people know this could be your neighbor, your brother, your sister that's out for a stroll or, you know, this might be their only option. I actually is on one of our family rides uh, during the summer and we had a lady that she actually would cycle because it was our only option. The bus at the time when she was growing up in Stockton 30 years ago did not go from South Stockton up to Delta. So the bus system wasn't a viable option. So Mm -hmm. she'd have to bike and she had two kids and she would put the kids in the front and she'd put a kid in the back and she would bike all the way from South Stockton up to Delta, drop them off at daycare and then attend classes and then go work a night job to pay for it. And so now (laughs) she has her, her son and and they, it was great to see the the generations out there because she was there and then her son was there and then her son's kid was in the trailer behind. And so and they're experiencing a completely different place than they were, you know, yeah. 30 years ago. So things like that are inspiring. But it also, you know, you have to advocate for these people that don't don't have the time or the resources or the knowledge to make improvements and have a voice in the community. Mm -hmm. And that's really where I've focused a lot of my time is learning what are the policies that are going to make the biggest difference. 
most recently, you know, talking about the top-down approach of how state and federal uh, funding and direction can really um, change local policies is there's a regional transportation plan that is over uh, over a 40-year period for each region mm. in California, and they had to add a sustainable community strategy to that plan just this last year. And so there was a couple plans on the table. There was a lot of environmental advocacy groups, and we also wrote letters of support. D being the best option, a lot of money towards bikes, mm -hmm. pedestrians, less sprawl, mm -hmm. and worst option was A, continue as we are. And so we proposed D, hoping for C, and C happened. So nice. I think that was a great step in the right direction, and it shows that there is a change in the culture that is happening. Great. Well, you alluded to it earlier that you were working in, um, in in the East Bay and you've so you've not been in Stockton forever. You're not a lifelong Stockton resident. No, I've only been in Stockton for about four years. And, and, you and know, what, what brought you here is uh, REI and the, the job transfer. So I grew up in uh, the East Bay and Concord and, and all over. And uh, it was in 2008. I got endorsed to be a manager. A lot of not, not a lot of options in 2008, if anyone <laughs> remembers that time. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to move too far from my family. So I was like, you know what? I don't know much about Stockton, but I'm going to take this leap and move out there. And truthfully, it was probably the best decision that I've ever made in my life as far as big decisions go. And now, um, did you meet your wife here or were you already We're actually uh, high school sweethearts. Okay. So, so you convinced you convinced her to move to Stockton as well. I convinced her to move to Stockton as well. And she yeah. actually, you know, it worked great um, for her as well because 2008, she worked for a large accounting firm, one of the big four, hated her job, and they did a big layoff. And so they gave her an option of staying in another department and she saw it as a way out. And so I was already established out here. She moved out here. And uh, it, we we haven't looked back. It, it's wow. re really been a great experience and meeting people like Matt, getting involved in different activities, the bike culture, uh, with meeting the friends through the bike culture that I've established mm -hmm. now um, has just been really positive. So besides the cycling related things, what do you what do you like to do in Stockton? You know, my, I'd say most of my free time is tied up, uh, but uh, <laughs> if I'm not cycling or if I'm not at work, um, working on Earth Day, um, <laughs> helping out um, with a Cafe, just started last year, so kind of getting that off the ground. Cafe SJ, Coop. Cafe Coop. So we, we actually, the SJBC um, is one of the first members of Cafe Coop, and so we uh, have an office there, run our business out of there. And so kind of between those things, um, you know, otherwise I go hiking and camping and backpacking, snowboarding, not, not too much snowboarding this season though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sh uh, sh shamefully. Cause hopefully, you know, we can get, we'll, we need the, we need the water and the rain and the, and the, uh, the hills certainly need the snow. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite organizations actually in the Valley that I've been involved with is the Tuolumne River Trust. So if you guys, the listeners out there have not looked up that organization, it's a great organization doing a lot of cool things and they do a paddle to the sea event every year. So talking about your tap water and where it comes and the life cycle of the water, they give you an opportunity to actually paddle different segments all the way from uh, the Tuolumne upper Tuolumne all the way out to the Bay Area. And so wow. they do whitewater rafting and then different sections and it's a big fundraiser for theirs, but it also gets you involved into the, the water system. So great organization and great event. Wow. 
Okay, Michael, there's lots of events coming up and um, uh, information to be gathered about your organization. Where can people find out more about San Joaquin Bicycle Coalition? The best place to follow us is going to be on Facebook, whereas if you search in the search bar, San Joaquin Bicycle Coalition, you're going to find a group and our page. The group's great if you want to get involved with some of the other cyclists in the community and some healthy discussion, post about rides. And then on our Facebook page, we'll post about some safety tips, upcoming events, and we also have a website, which is sjbike.org. We will put links to all that in the show notes of podcaststockton.com. And uh, be sure to follow that and check out the upcoming rides and all the information about bicycling in San Joaquin County. Michael Caponio, thank you so much for joining us on Podcast Talking. Thank you for having me. listening to podcast stockton we'd love to hear your feedback call or text us on our listener line at 565-3229 or email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com or find us on facebook or twitter username podcast stockton and thanks again to michael caponio from the san joaquin bike coalition for coming on the show for all things related to the bicycle coalition go to sjbike.org and links to all the other things we talked about on today's episode are in the show notes at podcaststockton.com. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. <laughs>